Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Partial Bowling Alley. Aloha. Hello. How's it going? Oh, you know, it's going, I guess. It's very hot, so I'm trying to not go very much. That's basically <laughs> my plan currently. Yeah, it is the, the heat. Heat really kicked on a lot. A lot. Quite ready for it. Yeah, it was weird. It was like, oh, you know, 85, 88, 85, 95. Like, what? Mm. No, stop. <laughs> so, <laughs> been stopping mostly. So I <laughs> Yeah, how's the? Have you been working on your skid slides and all sorts of stuff? Yeah, not quite. Uh, not quite skid sliding. Okay. Uh, not quite there. Yeah. Yeah, not a first day thing, right? Oh, oh, you know? right. A lot of the first day was just tweaking, like, oh, these handlebars need to come this way. Oh, this has to do like, rah, 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 rah. So, like all that weird little stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Brandon bought a bike. I guess we should uh, give that background here. Um, yes. And, and it's uh, a flip-flop hub uh, single speed, which is pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. So we have her on the fixed gear side right now and uh, seeing what it's like. I've been very fascinated by those for like a long time. I feel like I've been yeah. thinking about this for like several years now, right? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> same so it's one of those things where like I've been thinking about it for a long time like but because I'm like very because I'm me I think about it for a while and then I like completely forget about it for several months sure. and then I'll think about it for a little while and then like it goes you know what I mean that's how I roll with lots of things mm-hmm. so like this summer I was like you know what I'm just gonna do it whatever I'm gonna go for it and so yeah I got one uh Put it all together. Got some stuff, right? I had to buy a wrench, special wrench, right? So <laughs> get your lockering wrench. You gotta have one of those. So your nice. you know gear stays in place. That's important. <clears throat> Key. But yeah, it's pretty uh it's pretty fun so far. I've just been riding around the neighborhood, not going very far afield or anything like that. How how was the putting together did it come in pieces did it come partially assembled it's partially assembled so like all the cranks and everything were on there basically i had to do like seat bars wheel pedals boom that was it okay not terrible not terrible and just all the adjusting like the chain tension i'm gonna have it a little too tight right now the wheel so i might have to mess with that a little bit uh next step but yeah it was all basically there and i just had to bolt it together oh uh, the brake i had to put the front brake on fiddle with that for a while good because <laughs> i'm legally required by the state of missouri to have really? a, fr- a, a brake huh. yeah you can't you have to have a brake on i looked it up <laughs> so i know i know a lot of guys who- plus i need it because i 
don't know how to work it right. So <laughs> again, yeah, not no no uh, no skid stopping, <laughs> especially when you're trying to go down a hill and slow down downhill. It's helpful, right? Yeah. So I had to adjust that too because I put it on there and was like, "This brake is doing nothing." You like grab it, and it was just like it was so open that when you pulled it, it was just like sort of closed on the wheel. Like yeah, so, I had to like adjust some tension on the rim. <laughs> yeah, so I had to adjust some tension there, so it slams right down now. Right. Good to go. <laughs> Love it's it much, much better. Feels like it's actually doing something. You know, that's useful. <laughs> but it's a weird. It is a really weird. Uh, it's a weird feeling okay. having the direct drive like. Fixed experience for the first time ever is a weird one. Well, first Very time, strange. In, first time in a long time because, well, I guess, well, yeah, I guess the when you have it in the fix, not flip flop, not, not yeah, the, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, not the freewheel, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I was thinking about that, it's like my you know my BMX bike from back in the day. That's a single speed bike, you know, right? But it's whatever. not the direct. Yeah, but the fixed one is that's a weird, that's a very bizarre sensation. For I mean, first of all, first of all, uh, I haven't ridden a bike in a long time either. Yeah, there's that. So like, we're doing a double whammy, right? Right. Actual bike, and then new kind of bike. But mostly it was the low maintenance, like easy. <laughs> durability thing that that made me it was like the the most intriguing part of this whole situation right yeah. like, maintenance like zero right <laughs> oil the chain boom got it like done. <laughs> oh oh yeah no absolutely i um am right there with you I, that's one of the reasons i really strongly considered it because um of 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 the main right it's like okay what 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 is there going to break here um, <laughs> not a whole lot. So, I, I I didn't pull the trigger on 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 mine. So I'm very interested to hear how yours you're doing. Yeah, I think I think you should. It'd be exciting, especially because then you would still have like another bike too, right? Sure, it would be. That's the slightly more sensible way. That's the way most people do it, <laughs> right? They like have a bike and then they go, "Oh, hey, I would also like to have <laughs> one like this." Not like for your soul only bike. Yeah. <clears throat> but again, because I want it just for like mild exercise and like sure. not like not looking to like travel many miles, you know, just right now, just bombing up and down this road out here is like, hey, oh God. <laughs> nice. So. Love it. Very cool. And then, you know, again, once you, if there is more fitness that comes, then you could go further, I guess. <clears throat> As right now, not going very far. <laughs> then you're entering. And it's weird that, like, you look at things differently hmm. just on biking, right? Because you're like, oh, well, just especially this bike, because you're like, oh, that road's pretty flat. <laughs> no. Just kidding. It's not. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really good point. Yeah, or like even like big, long, slow, gradual climbs. You're like, <sighs> and it's really odd the sensation going from that. Then when you do find a road that's really flat, you're like, 
this is super easy to pedal right now. What's going on? You're just like, do, 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 do. <laughs> and then mild inclines. You're like, eh, what's going on right now? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. My quads are going, whoa, whoa, whoa. What is this? What? what you didn't there? tell us we were going to do this today. What are you? Yeah. <laughs> Is not what we had planned. For. We don't. We don't do this. What's yeah. happening? Well, I'm sure too. Also, you're you know because you are constantly pedaling, you also have constant uh, pressure and forces on on. Are you right on all aspects of your leg because they're not no one muscle is able to take a break because as soon as you stop, yeah. you're doing resistance because it's trying to coast or you know it's trying to continue. That's pedal, the you're trying to slow down. That's the wildest part is when you are going to like slow down when you start pedaling slower and the bike is like, nope, I don't want it. You know what I mean? Like it's not ready to do that yet. So you have this like pressure from the opposite direction. Sure. Going that way is a really weird, weird thing. There's a lot to get used to all at once. Plus also toe cages on a pedal. That's not an experience that I've, super familiar with it all oh i either i, I never like those <laughs> never, it's not so bad no. once you get going like you sort of need them on the the fix because of the the pressure in the opposite direction and everything mm-hmm. it's kind of mandatory <clears throat> i know a lot of people just do like straps they do like platform like bmx style pedals with a with a strap yeah that's a thing i've seen uh, this one just came with the toe cages, so I wasn't like in a hurry to just like buy all kinds of weird upgrades for things that I don't know if I need yet or not. That was <laughs> no. We'll get you some clips in anyway. soon. Get, have you clipping in and out? Well, yeah, that's the other thing, right? Like, you could just buy some, but then you got to buy a shoe and a whole thing. So that's that was the part that always, always was always frustrating because I had the clips was I wanted to you know. You know, bike to the coffee shop, bike to the park, or bike somewhere. And it was like, ah, but if I do that, I've got shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I've got to figure out what to do with. And then it's like, well, you that is the one. And you're like, well, now I've got a backpack. And it's like, well, what else can I put on my yeah. backpack? And then it's like, it's, yeah. That's hotter. Right. Yeah. That is the benefit of the toe cage or the strap. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Like, you can just wear normal person shoes. So if you were going to go to a shop, which technically there are some in biking range of me, so but not yet, not not built up to that yet. <laughs> Plus, I gotta get a bike lock and all that. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Uh, <clears throat> and like, also talk about no bike infrastructure around here at all. Like, so oh, if you go yeah. somewhere, what do you affix your bicycle to so it doesn't get stolen? That's a whole yeah. other thing. Like a random fence light pole i don't know like (laughs) well in some places i know in arlington had regulations about what you were allowed to chain a bike to and they don't know if we have that yeah they wouldn't you might check might check they wouldn't allow you to chain it to a bench um well or if they would give me something else to chain it to that was my always thing like Okay, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? So many yeah, times right. when they when they didn't have that, um, I just brought my bike inside and everyone glared at me. I was like, "Well, I can't. What, what am I supposed to do?" 
Just bring it in the coffee shop, like, hey guys, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, this is the I'm not leaving the, it out there. What are you the ambiance about? you're trying to create, right? With the hipsters on yeah. bikes drinking your coffee. Well, here I am with bike. Here I am. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that would be an interesting option, especially if I'm just going to ride it around the road, uh-huh. the clipless thing. But then again, you got to have a shoe and whole thing. So, keep it like this for a while and see. Like I said, in the text message the, the, the saddle is ter- is that's going to be the thing that needs to be upgraded first I think what are you thinking <laughs> again? I don't really know yet I just started looking around <clears throat> but the one that came on it is like it's very like race inspired yeah right as most of those are. you could tell that they, they sort of looked at like they looked at some of the physique racing saddles and were like yeah we'll make that but hard like, oh <laughs> Cool. <laughs> we should get a Brooks B seventeen. There, that's a good spot. Oh, are those those like vulcanized rubber? Like the the one those ones? Well, I yeah, looked at no, those. They're, no, they're leather. They're leather. Oh, I looked at the not leather ones. Okay. The C seventeen, the cat 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 yes. B something something em. Yep. <laughs> I looked at those because I heard a lot of people use those on like every bike conceivable. Yes. They, people just use that. Yeah. The Cambium. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, they do. They, they're pretty, pretty standard. And you look at them and you go, how can that be comfortable? Right. There's no padding. Um, it's yeah, but they're pretty flexy, right? It, it, That's the thing. extremely flexy and it's all in the shape. That's what you've got. Yeah. That, because the um the the leather ones gives you the more classic look, but it is again the flex, and they then they fit your butt after a while. But the C seventeen, yeah. they they do flex, and they they've really nailed the shape of how it is going to feel. Um, again, you've got to make sure that you've got it set up for the right riding posture. Um, well, that's the yeah, you, you but you can fiddle with that, you know, yeah, on the once you get it on there, yeah. Anyway, I yeah. That would be a another good option. Yeah, I looked at that because I was looking at some stuff, and a lot of people were just like, or, or, and I was looking at like pictures of bikes, uh-huh. and that's like one of the ones that just you just see over and over and over and over again. Really, like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and they do look really cool, so that's a bonus, right? Like. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's the other thing that I like. Yeah, not that we're we're vain in what we're doing here, but also, need a little, but also we are a little but bit. Also a little right. bit <laughs> you do want things to look cool? That is important. Well, that's like I don't know. Whenever I was looking for for my bike, and uh, <laughs> I was like trying to find something. It's kind of the same approach that I took to whenever we were looking for the honda and we ended up buying the the accord was what's something like what is this going to tell me about like my personality when somebody says sees this like is what's gonna what's that what's that messaging to them um and so i was trying to figure out like what car met my personality or like spoke to something and then of course i was like well honda and when we were, we were looking for the car and, and it was like i want a four-door sedan not a honda and everyone was like, 
why <laughs> why would you yeah why would you not want to yeah if that's your category if you're like i really want a four-door sedan like yeah, yeah okay exactly. so they were, they were honda like, so you want an accord and i was like no no but i don't and they're like but you do and i was like no i don't and then when i drove one i was like oh, oh i do want this. oh i do <laughs> i mean i guess the literal only like the other benchmark standard is like toyota camry camry exactly. right that's the other one like i want a four-door car that's not a honda toyota <laughs> like that's Ta-da. like they got him oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah there's a lot of considerations to that right because there's like a billion different like back to the bike thing there's like yeah. a whole bunch of them how'd you find right yeah the, the world of when i when i listed my research the world of flip-flop hub single speeds is is deep and dark and uh trying to distinguish from one to another is absolutely basically impossible so i want to know well in that especially in the like really well the the i bought up in price a little bit because like at the bottom level they are all exactly the same and it probably doesn't matter at all which one you buy. They're all the same, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so part of it does come down to, that, oh, this one looks cool. But then you look at them and you start digging into the specs and you're like, these are all the same thing. These are literally the same components. These are literally the same. So I bought up a little bit because I was looking for like, like thinking long term. Right. Yeah. So I was I was already thinking like, okay, it let's say that I am going to ride this bike for a while, right? A long time. I was looking for I was kind of thinking about it as like a modular type situation. Yep. Right. So like and especially on a bike like this where there's like no parts. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. literally two moving parts. Yep. That's it. Uh all the little stuff makes a big difference. So if you're like, okay, well, if you're thinking about it, like this is a bike where handlebar choice all of a sudden makes a huge difference. Yep. Right. And handlebars are really easy to change out. Right. If you have a headset that is like a standard size. So I was looking for that. Right. Does it have like standardized parts? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause some of them, some of those cheap, like fixed gear stuff, like they use like weird sizes, you know, or they use that smaller size. It's like the old steel frame, you know, with like the quill stem stuff. They use like that size. Yep. So, like, <clears throat> but you can, you can not get the variety for everything in there. So I was looking for that. Right. Like, do these have like nice standard size of, headset seat post this one has the the on the chain ring the chain ring is the track chain ring bolt center diameter so if you want another chain ring you just bolt it on done nice easy okay right yeah because a lot of them use a smaller size so like you can't get other parts to switch out so if you wanted to go up a chain ring size or down a chain ring size on some of those bikes, you can't do it. Mm. Right? But on this one, because of the size that it is, you just buy another chain ring, unbolt it, bolt a new one on, boom. 
done. That's it. Right. <laughs> yeah, which really help, which is really uh again, yeah, when you're doing it from the modularity and and it's interesting because that was my same thought process whenever I was looking at them was um I was mostly concerned about looking at the the frame uh material mm. making sure it was it was a good quality material because that was the thing that was going to last 15 years. The, yeah. Right. That, that's the other reason I picked this one too. Cause the, a lot of the cheap ones are, they're like steel and apparently steel is real. That's what I hear from everybody. But the cheap ones them. are heavy. Yes. Right. They're like not the best quality. <clears throat> or it's like the standard, like 40, 40, 130 or whatever, but it's yeah. like, it's heavy. Mm-hmm. Right, the tubing diameter is big, and it's heavy. So that's why I went with the aluminum one. Yeah, right. Partially because it's still it's cheaper. Because like the good light steel is expensive, right? Some of those like track bike frame sets are that stuff, but then that's way expensive, right? <clears throat> so I wanted I I went with aluminum because it's lighter but it's nice aluminum this one's really cool i got the i love the one i bought is like the raw finish so it's just like got a clear coat on it that's yeah. it uh, so i like that personally yeah. <laughs> but no. yeah. but all the welds are nice and looking good in there it's all nice so that's what i that's why I wanted, that's why I went the aluminum plus aluminum. You can do those like hydroform tubes. They look cool and everything, but <laughs> it's lighter. So this thing like weighs nothing. I just pick it up. Okay. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so that was another thing. Yeah. Cause I'm already kind of big and out of shape. Do I want a big giant heavy bike? <laughs> no, maybe not. <laughs> but those- right. Do I? Yeah, I have to consider those uh, for sure. Yeah, and even at my skill level, you know, a few pounds doesn't make a difference, but like 10 pounds does. So like... (laughs) Yeah, you're talking about real change there. Yeah, right. I'm talking about like five plus pounds of difference is... uh, That can make a big deal of enjoyment, right? Mm -hmm. Of when you're going up that hill, of going... I'm going to die or yeah, I can make it right. <laughs> so, especially in the, while you're trying to build fitness category, you know, you don't want to be discouraged by heavy, slow things. No. <clears throat> so, but yeah, that's kind of the, I was thinking about the modularity of the, Oh, I could, you know, thinking about it down the line, like, Oh, what if I, and plus you, it's, it's more experimental, especially with things like handlebars. Because that's just like, oh, these handlebars are not expensive. Let throw them on there. Blam. Mm-hmm. Go for it. And it changes a lot about how it rides and everything. So <clears throat> thinking in the future, that'd be kind of cool. Right. Well, yeah, because right now you've got the flat bars on there. If you go to the drop, um, you know, that <clears throat> is a whole different story. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's a big different riding position, all kinds of stuff. Uh, with the fixed gear, you can also do the like bullhorn bar situation, right? Yeah. Like 
all those crazy like track bar things or like those insane like pista bars or like the big drops or like normal compact road drop stuff like you know all that but it's like a bunch of different categories that would be cool that you could like experiment with later on and change up a lot with a small change yeah love it that's really exciting yeah i'm great to hear that yeah looking forward to it to be slightly less hot so i can go ride more. <laughs> oh my gosh i know i, I did it go today <laughs> i'm not going oh, tomorrow yeah. either <laughs> yeah we're under a heat advisory until tomorrow night at like 10 o'clock so yeah same so uh not gonna be <laughs> writing tomorrow be out writing for sure <laughs> yeah wait till sunday or monday maybe i think that might be <laughs> i would So yeah, it's been my big exciting week this week. Yeah, we've been, I've been uh, insanely busy this week uh, with doing lots of drop-ins with... uh, No. Yeah, it's been intense, brah. It's weird how you make that your only business uh, and then your only job and all of a sudden you have more job to do so so weird I, I right who saw that coming when it comes to timing um you know i have i keep telling megan like I've, I've been unemployed since last friday and um that i don't like the bookings that we've got even since then would have been literally impossible to do with that job <laughs> having a job <laughs> yeah yeah true <laughs> so it's just like okay <laughs> this is it's 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 insane i'm scroll sitting here scrolling through my calendar looking over the next two weeks ah that's plot <laughs> so Oy. but it's been good i've been uh one thing i noted uh not quite for a full week of of unemployment but um i have filled my all of my like exercise rings on my watch every single day <laughs> which, <Yeah. laughs> which with I, dog walking which i never used to do whenever i was at the jobby job and it just feels totally different uh at the end of the day uh feels good though i've been really enjoying it and uh it was really funny i uh have been walking the same dog for the same neighborhood twice a day morning and evening while the owners are out and kind of in it's behind the country club so they're kind of a cloistered community so everybody yeah people stare at you kind of do um anyway (laughs) i've been waving and talking to this lady like multiple times throughout this week um both morning and evening for various reasons because i walk by her house and she's usually out there and she has got this lab and talked to her about her lab her son's lab and you know joked with her about other stuff and the weather and you, you know what i do and um yeah, this morning I uh, was walking out of the house with the dog to go on the walk, but she had already started her walk and she walked right in front of the house, looked at me, and she was like, Are you Gary? And I was like, No. And she goes, Does Gary live there? And I was like, Yeah. And she just gave me like the weirdest look because <laughs> I hadn't introduced myself until this point. So I was like, ah. I was like, Hi, I'm Colin. I'm the dog walker with funky bunch pet care and uh i'm walking dogs <laughs> and, like her total demeanor like completely changed 
Like she was like, oh. really excited. And was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Cause blah, blah. And see, you know, that understands why you're, oh, okay. And, uh, it was just really, <laughs> really funny. He's like, you Gary? No. Doesn't <laughs> Gary live there? Yeah. <laughs> it would have been even better if you just said, yep. And then yep. left, like walked off. <laughs> well, so here's the thing of something that I, um, uh, I get it, potential customer. I understand. I know. <laughs> but um, I uh, had it drilled into me growing up that if you're home alone, you never let anybody else know that. And so I'm in this weird situation. And it's something that we've dealt with over the past 10 years. But it's good to tell people that we are walking the dog because the owner's way. And then it's a transition into how we. Yeah. But I also feel uncomfortable doing that about letting other people know that this house is vacant. Is vacant. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So it's kind of this weird line of, and I don't want to lie to people, obviously. Um, So for this lady, I just kind of went in and was like, oh, I'm just walking their dog two day, you know, morning and evening this week. I didn't really get into the why. It's good. Uh, Vague um, is good. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I like, I like vague. Vagary is good. Um, Be helpful. Yes. Uh, it was just, it was just very interesting. Um, because then she asked me, she said, Oh, so like, so I'm explaining like what we do and how we do it. And she goes, Oh, so if like somebody needed to go to the airport, would you take them? And I was like, At what point when I was describing pet care, did you think that included person taxi? Like, <laughs> <laughs> ma'am, I'm not an Uber. Uh, <laughs> It was so bizarre, like how these threads were combined in their in her brain. Uh, well, like, you could charge extra for that service. Just well, saying, airport <laughs> hour and forty minutes away. No, that's true. Not not from where you currently live. If you live somewhere closer to an airport, if it was oh, like yeah. in the same town as you, then you could just be like, "Yeah, do it." Boom. Got All about it. that. But, but uh, then scheduling the pickup would be a hassle. It'd be a whole thing. Maybe it's better if you don't do that. I'll just leave that to the actual Uber people and Lyft. That's it. No, we only take you to the airport. Right. We, don't, we don't pick up. Only drop-offs, no pickup. Sorry. Drop-off drop off is the easy part. That pickup. Woo. Too much for me. Yeah. Too much for my blood. The other thing that I have noticed um, about this is, so this is the community behind the country club. They're part of it. And... um. The kids live a totally different life in this part of the town than other children. And I will give you uh, the shining example. Uh, so I've been walking this dog every night for the past week. And every night, there is like a mongrel horde of golf carts that drive <laughs> the road driven by. 14 year olds <laughs> as they get together and just cruise in their golf carts and they go from like house to house and hang and then go to the next house and then do stuff and then just drive and listen so to music weird. at really loud volumes <laughs> and, and these roads they're they're like one and a half lanes there are no street lights they're kind of meandering and there's, you know, it's so it's, it's just bizarre. Like I'm just being passed by kid, 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 kid. And there's like five kids in a golf cart. And, you know, there's like, this is a totally different life than 
<laughs> Most that's like, weird. Just a weird window into the world of what it's like to live there and what that means for kids growing up. I was just, I, it really had a lot of like, I don't know, like future implications for like perceptions of the world and of reality <laughs> of like, what a weird way to grow up or like, that's just like, that's a unique thing that not it's very strange kid driving a golf cart around. I know that here, some of them drive them around on the golf course. Cause like, well, at least when we were at the 4th of July thing, we went and sat on the golf course, you know, yeah. and there were some children driving around golf carts. Because there's houses right next to the golf course, and I imagine that's where they were from. They were cruising around on the little golf cart path thing in the evening. But that is a very odd gang of roving golf carts. Yeah. (laughs) They're having a good time. They're waving. They're being polite. You know, it's all this stuff. But again, I was just like... For now. For now, right. Exactly. It was another three years. But it was just... Yeah, right. Again, this... I, I... I've been struggling with this like, like, wow, like that's so weird. And, and as I'm walking, you can see different kids who are, they'll drive their golf cart to their friend's house to then get on their friend's golf cart to then go pick up their other friends from their other locations. And they'll just go from garage to garage. <laughs> and I, I don't it's know. Very odd. It's very odd. <laughs> I confused, confused. Uh, that, uh, yeah. Marauding, uh, Folk on golf cart. <laughs> yeah, for that man, that is crazy. Huh. A very strange image in my head of this goings on. So it's very <laughs> <laughs> It's probably right. Uh I'll that's all I'll say. And you know, each you can kind of tell it's also it's also very weird. This is the thing that I pick up on of like you can tell very clearly tell that although the 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 lifestyle that it would take to have access to a golf cart to then freely drive around in the safety of your subdivision, which is like a sprawling place because it's, it's yeah. they, they have a lot of space in these areas. But then even within that, there's like the class system of like the kind of golf cart of like, is yours the bog standard one that you could find on a golf course? Or is it like the customized blue paint with like slightly larger rims and a stereo speaker system built into it. Yeah. Like like those people kind of hang out together. And then the other, like just it's again, weird class systems within a class system. Yeah. Well, and then like the weird part as kids, the kids with like the nice golf carts become like the de facto leaders. Right. Cause everybody wants to hang out with their golf cart. Right. So like everybody drives to their house and they drive that one around. Yep. You know, like a little. Yeah, it's the show car. Yes. Whatever, you know. Yeah. It's a microcosm of larger things. It's very strange. (laughs) Exactly. Again, this is where I'm like walking the dog and thinking about, again, all these little like spiraling out implications of like, what does this mean for this child 15 years later? (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, 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 how does this impact the psyche of your expectations and views and perceptions? of the world and how people relate to you. I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Pretty nuts we know. 
Airman. Yeah, Aaron, are you here? Yeah, I've just been muted this whole time. I've been uh, oh, okay. been eating dinner. Uh, oh, nice. I got home right at nine and had put, had had enough time to get set up, get dinner, and I've just been chowing down. All right. And, uh, so we, just, look, just we gave you some time to talk. You're welcome. So we, <clears throat> we gave you some to eat. <laughs> so how was how has practice been in the totally not cold? <clears throat> <laughs> so so this week in general um it i it, it, it kind of feels um i kind of feel a little bad uh because when i had so my last day is tomorrow um with um state agency okay. and i start my new job um as a teacher and a coach um this entire week has been a strew of you know getting my stuff together getting organized getting ready to turn in However, uh, some other people have also resigned, um, mm. but their their reasons were a lot different than mine. Mine was, hey, no, it's, it's an opportunity. Oh. Teaching and coaching is what I want to do. They are leaving because they're upset with like administration, kind of all this stuff and like all that's coming out of the coming out of the woodworks. And I'm just sitting there like, I just I just need to I just need to turn my computer in. But, yeah. <laughs> so um dealing with that and um so so for me when I left I was going to leave you know on good terms I was going to or I am going to leave on good terms I was going to get all my cases turned in everything turned yeah. in boom 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 and so there for the first time in the over a year and a half two years that I've been with the agency um there is no case on my caseloads so I none of my cases will transfer to other workers uh, that's not uh, what's going to happen with some of these, my other colleagues. Um, yeah, because out of, they out left of, in bad circumstances. Yeah, right? out, of, out, of a, out of a team of nine, um, one of our supervisors left. So someone replaced them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's me, um, and then one worker, two worker, three worker, and then possibly fifth one pretty soon. So out of nine, we're losing like five. So um, it's going to be quite um, interesting uh, with the transition. So me, I've just been kind of doing my own thing, vibing. And then I get little text messages like, hey, I just resigned. I'm like, oh, what? Okay. (laughs) Um, Well, I feel bad. Um, So they're they're going to go have their hands full uh, coming up. Um, The transition. my classroom has been uh, waxed, or at least the hallway to my classroom has been waxed. So I have not actually been able to physically uh, go in yes. my classroom um, until tomorrow. Uh, so I'm going to have uh, a last lunch kind of thing with um, with some of my coworkers, and then I was going to run down there to to the school, actually get some stuff set up, um, make it look relatively presentable, work on some stuff. And then um, in the state of Oklahoma, there's only restricted times and it's, you know, across the nation, uh, there's restricted times where you can practice. So what we've been doing now or during most of the summer is we've had what's called a pride week. Workouts, right. Yes. And so, uh, but this week we're pretty much doing weightlifting, maxing. Um, We did bench press the day we're doing clean, uh, Cleans? No, not cleans. Um, we're doing something tomorrow, and then next week we start like itty bitty kid camp, and then um, 
that'll put us calendar. Uh, so this week, day, and then next week, I believe on the third and fourth, um, I'll have those camps, and then I have orient new teacher orientation with the school, and then the ninth is uh teachers show up and then boom the 12th is um day one which thankfully is on a thursday so it gets us two days to get acclimated get set up and then for the weekend and so wait your first um, day of school is the 12th yes oh my gosh (laughs) yeah so um i will be teaching uh oh excuse me uh sixth and seventh grade geography um, sixth grade is more kind of Western North America, South America, geography stuff. Um, seventh grade is kind of everything else. Um, or wherever I decide to put Australia. Um, so I'll be teaching, I'll be teaching that. I'm also <laughs> teaching sixth grade keyboarding. Weirdly. Um, oh boy. Which, which I don't, I don't know what that is. Um, typing class. So, so, uh, YouTube and, um, there's a, it's, it's called typing.com, which is literally like a free website for teachers or for anybody that you can literally create a classroom, give the kids a key and just have them go at it. So I'll be teaching that. And then I'll be teaching eighth grade U.S. history, which is pretty much from early, um, you know, American history all the way up to or past the Civil War. I don't know where my stuff is at. Um, I think it's usually because the second half is reconstruction to, Whatever. So yeah, probably to the probably to the end of the Civil War. End of Civil. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So um, I got that, and then I have uh, I have all the stuff that I'm going to take to the school tomorrow, which I have all. I, I still have plenty, plenty of books here at home, but I'm going to take a lot of like the history geography books that I have down there, just so I can kind of some space and be like look here's some resources um, that's what i have i have a shelf like that behind my that's what i did today i went to school today and i sort of unpacked some of my stuff and i did that i have that shelf behind my desk where my personal books are that i i just use yeah. those for like reference stuff right yeah, yeah. So it's so i'll i'll bring those down and then um uh what else so there's that um, right now, if you hear clicking in the background, I am doing the natural uh, or the national um, something, something, something uh, courses, which is like it, it, for, if you want to be an athletic coach of any kind, you have to take what's called a care prevention course, um, which you learn like first aid, uh, what you do for heat stroke, um, what are some ways to communicate with your athletes. So I am on the second course and I am 78% complete. And this thing has taken me like three days to do. Um, so I'm taking that. I have about five more things I need to take. Plus I need to take like a a new teacher orientation thing online. And then I got to take like something else while also trying to, you know, do practice and uh, come up with lesson plans. Uh, which I think for the first part, um, utilizing the book very heavily, um, getting the kids kind of set up for expectations. So if I can at least buy myself a month, I think I'll be fine. That's like, definitely the first two days is expectation time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Again, if you want to call me this weekend, we, we can chat. I, I, I probably will. 
Um, I'll be home yeah, this weekend. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to get get set up. Yeah, it it is kind of nice to go from one thing and kind of have like a week ish to get kind of set up for pacing. Like, oh yeah, what I know that's do. great. Um, right, get back into it. Some of my colleagues that they're leaving to, that their last day of tomorrow. <laughs> like, oh, when did you start your new job? Like, oh, we start Monday. I'm like, ooh, ah, yeah. Well, I feel a little bit less bad, but it's it, it's it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a little bit bittersweet. Um, my my yeah. staff that I had um, was was really good. Um, I could call them for anything. I always kept tabs and updates of where my people were. Um, and then apparently the other the other half of the team was like all chaos and all over the place. And I'm like. I didn't know that. I feel a little bad now because I'm leaving on good terms. No one else is. So um, that's that's going to be a little bit different. Um, sure. I'm still going to stay in touch with those people. It's kind of like one of those first jobs. I mean, the it, the other school I was at, I, I keep in touch with like two people. At the um, where I was at before, Eskimo Joe's, um, I still keep in touch with those people. Um, only like a handful of them, but th- this job there, there's a good hand, a good pick people that I'm going to stay in touch with. Cool. Um, it just can be, it just can be different. It, it, it's going to be nice actually knowing my schedule, what I'm going to be doing on a day, on a daily basis. Because oh yeah, <laughs> having, be way having different kinda, for you. Having to kind of sit there and be like, oh hey, you need to you know drive an hour to this small town, and you have 30 minutes to get there. Like ah, I'm sorry, what? Um, it, it'll it'll be nice to be back in a place that I'm more comfortable with. Um, I just I just don't know what keyboarding is. So uh, it's uh, home row. It's a uh, it's going to be a lot of lesson planning. Hopefully over this weekend and um, and everything. So I got plenty of resources. I got plenty of people to contact and call. It just I just got to get my room set up because I have no idea what it looks like. I don't even know if there's a whiteboard in there. To be completely honest with you, that's important things to know. Yeah. 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 Call me this weekend. We got, I'll talk to you a little bit about some stuff. So, yeah. Can do. But that, that's been, that's been Aaron's week in a nutshell. It's true. Last weekend, where I was, guess, guess what I did? That's right. We went bowling. What? <laughs> what happened? How? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so, um, Susan's nephew's son, right? So, whatever. Um, it was his birthday. He's five. Okay. <clears throat> and he wanted to have his birthday at a bowling alley. Fair enough. We went to Nixa and we bowled. <laughs> How was it? And I, I have not bowled. And I'm going to guess approximately 15 years. <laughs> I mean, maybe a little more than that. To be honest, love it. Uh, it was a good <laughs> roundabout. It was a. Uh, it was pretty. It was fun. We had fun because yeah. her, her, her mom came with us, and we, me and Susan and Shayna went, and <clears throat> everybody was bowling, and yeah, it was pretty good times. Uh, it didn't do wonderful, but also we didn't do terrible. So you know, that's good. It's good memories, it's pretty, right? <clears throat> yeah. It took me a long time to remember how bowling works. Right about like the ninth frame, I was like, "Oh, right, this is the thing I should be doing." That's so wow! <clears throat> but it was a, yeah, it was weird. I was like, "Wow, I haven't, 
done this in forever. <laughs> Bowling alleys look different. It's not like smoky and gross. Right. And the lights are on. Like it was really- <laughs> because it's been thirty years since the eighties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You haven't been able to smoke in a building for ever now. So yeah. like that's different. Uh <laughs> It's one of my strong memories of bowling alleys when I was younger is being like, we're going to go bowling. <coughs> well, I can't see. It's, the, it's dark what and the, smoky in here. What was the one that was that was close to uh, to dad's first workplace? You guys remember that? Lighthouse Lanes? It was like... No, 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 that was Enterprise Lanes. Enterprise Lanes. That was Enterprise Lanes. Yeah, that ah. was a nice one, right? Yeah. 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 Spring, nice Springfield, this is outdated information, listeners. So don't judge Springfield bowling alleys on this information currently. Yeah. However, there was definitely a tiered structure for establishments, <laughs> bowling establishments in Springfield, right? Like there was the ones that you wanted to go to and the ones that you like didn't. So like <laughs> I would put Enterprise was at the top. That was like the nice one. It was all real clean. I think it's probably the newest building. Mm. Right. And the one I went to a lot just because it was closer was like Battlefield Lanes. Sure. That was like a middle. It's kind of meh. Right. Lighthouse Lanes was open for a long time. It was pretty nice in there. I think it was like the clean one. And then there was like Sunshine Lanes, which is the one that you did not want to go to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Again, this is old information. I don't know if you want to go there now or not. Uh, We're just going to go ahead and but, think it's, it's probably still true. That's right. <laughs> That's the one you didn't really want to go to. I don't know if there's more bowling alleys now or less or I have no idea. Sunshine Lanes is still there. All right. It looks like is Battlefield Lanes still even there. What? I think they changed that building. That building's Battle- not there anymore, is it? No, Battlefield. I'm pretty sure Battlefield Lane. Gone. I think that building's gone. Yes, it's permanently closed, and I forget what it became. Um, it's it's a full on. I think it's it's not a bowling. It, but it's um like an entertainment complex or game. It's like ah, uh, it's not just uh bowling. They've they away with it. Yeah. Lighthouse Lanes is still open. Last one. See if Enterprise. Oh. I don't know. If I don't know. Enterprise Lanes still Enterprise. Oh, it's called Enterprise Park Lane. Oh, is oh. open. Fancy schmancy. They have back alley bar and grill. Bad name. Bad. That is a bad name. Why? You don't really want to go to a back alley anything. No. Why would you name it back? I don't know. That definitely see that knocks it down on the tier list, right? Because now it just sounds seedy, even if it isn't. <laughs> Yeah. It's called Back Alley. Anyway. Unless, of course, they uh, put it in the back alley behind the building. Yeah, and then it's just after. Oh. Well, it's still a weird sentence, right? Like, uh, uh, I don't know yeah. why you put it back there. No. After oh, after gross. working after working in a partial bowling alley, I, I could say that like they're such a weird, like unique experience, <laughs> but sorry. they're such, such a pain to work with. So. <laughs> I've never heard the sentence. Yeah, partial bowling alley, partial bowling alley is the weird friend sentence. Okay, let me explain. No, I, know, I remember because I was in that. I went in there. I know what you're talking about. 
But it's yeah, so never for the listeners. Oh, true listeners who've never uh, been to Eskimo Joe's. Oh no! So this so this place used to be called Mojo's, which oh, used yeah. to be the sister company to Eskimo Joe's. So subsidiary um, of Eskimo yeah. Joe's. So when, whenever I was in when I was a college lad, um, I worked at a place called Mojo's. It was a rock and roll uh, bowling bar and grill, um, or was it rock and roll. Uh, um, uh, whiskey bowling bar and grill. Um, there we go. So it it was a it was a restaurant. A lot of qualifiers. <laughs> yeah, it was a restaurant that was catered more towards like a whiskey establishment, but we didn't really sell that much whiskey, so it just was more of a bar um, <laughs> restaurant. And then slapped on next to it was a four lane bowling alley uh, that had like three games for a quote unquote arcade room. And that was it. You can eat and bowl and drink at the same time. Yeah. Um, some other some other places. Um, that there's a lot of big places in Oklahoma City that are like full on like bar restaurants with bowling alleys that are like super fancy. Um, we were like our, they were nice. Like our restaurant was nice, but it just wasn't like you didn't come there for the bowling. Um, I don't equate bowling. With the word fancy, like, no, but I'm not like, <laughs> but like, so well, a lot of these big places, they're like really high tech. Their their food's really good, and the place is really expensive because you get a lot of bang for your buck. Um, our place, um, like we had we had a lot of you know kids' birthday parties, um, you know late night, you know group of people would come in and bowl and drink a little bit. Um, Problem was we we didn't really spend that much on getting good quality bowling equipment, and so they broke all the time. And there'd be times I'd be sitting there like behind the bar working. And that, to give a, a complete picture, we were never like super busy. Um, on like on the busy day slash game day, I would maybe walk out with like sixty eighty dollars. Equate that to a game day at Eskimo Joe's and I could walk out with like 300 bucks. No problem. Yeah. Fair. Um, so there, there's a great discrepancy, a great difference. Um, so there'd be times I'd be like back behind the bar doing my thing. And then someone would come up like, Hey, the bowling alley's broken. <sighs> Fine. Fine. Did you, did you just have to reenact the 1950s and just be like the pin boy? And just like it, jump around it, behind the thing and set all the pins and throw the ball like back. Down. So I'd have to like grudgingly walk down the long corridor that everyone could see. People outside <laughs> to go down there, get going like kind of like the back, you know, sketchy back room, and then I'd, I'd have to climb on top of the equipment, which there was like a little ladder access yeah. thing, and you have to go to the lane. And no pin was jammed, and I had to reach in there. Thing nah. or like there's a ball that was stuck. So I, did, I, you know, I there's sometimes like I had to like if if you were down at the other end like watching where the pins would come up, you would just see like two feet just like drop. Yeah. That would be me. I'd be like sit there, and so I so I would just come out and I'd just be covered in like just grease and like oil and the your building lanes fixed, and then like two things like hey, it's broken in the end. And so sometimes uh, it would it would get to the point where they're like, "Hey, Aaron, we'll just pay you just to have a bowling shift, and all you do was just sit back there and either work on homework or 
read, which I got a lot of reading done, and I would just sit on top of the bowling machine in a chair, and I would sit there and I'd watch and I'd listen, or someone would text me like, "Hey, Lane Four's not working." So I'd get up. So you right, did. You were a fifties ball yes. pin setter. Yes. This exercise is great. How exciting is this? Some, sometimes that job would be would be given to like the high school like host person who's never seen large equipment in their life. Yeah, and so I was just the disgruntled college student go back there and like, all right, come here, rookie. There's what you do like with my cigar, like all right, kick it hard. And- <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. And they were just they were broken all the time. The little bumpers that we had were like duct taped together. Um, Yo, this place, they had like, this was some high tech nonsense. All right. So they had a, you could set it up to where it, so like the birthday boy, since he's five, he wanted the bumper bowling Mm. like you do. Um, So on the little kiosk thing, no longer that janky uh, telephone pad thing that you used to type your numbers in on the like ASCII screen, you know, in front of the deal, this is like, high def but if you click the bumper thing that whenever it was that whenever it was his turn automatic bumpers would pop up in the lane and then when he was done they would fold back they would like go back down that's real so the next person didn't have to have bumpers if they didn't that's what ours were supposed to do it was so cool i was fascinated like hey are you guys okay with having bumpers the whole time cool because i can't put them down so <laughs> these were awesome they would just phrase up and then he would bowl and then was the next person they would drop back down again man it was cool <laughs> <laughs> wow because when i was a kid i remember they it used to be like literally a big giant foam bumper yeah the, that the, i don't know where they stored this thing but they would just like put it in the gutter right Right. It was just, it would just like, they would basically fill up the gutter with what looked like a giant pool noodle, basically. <laughs> and that was it. So it was like, you want bumpers? Boom. You, you can't move them because they're enormous. And they're well, just yeah. here. And then you had to have, then there was like the kid lane because they had the bumpers yeah. and then the adult lane. So, <clears throat> yes. So this was cool that they raised and lowered like that. I had, again, I'm very out of date on my bowling technology. So like I had no idea this existed. It's very exciting. <laughs> yeah. Love it. <laughs> so I, I found a picture of my time at it's a picture of my friends that I'm sending you guys, but in the background you could see that it, you know, what it was trying to to emulate or replicate. Um it like I said, it wasn't very big. It was just kind of there. Um but it was it was a weird weird experience um and so this picture reminds me of the bowling alley that nixon had in the white house or whatever right just like a small couple oh, of another lane. In the yeah. Thing. yeah hold on, hold on. All right, that was nixon right wasn't that nixon yeah yes here's one where everything was like um uh glow in the dark and uh oh the rock and bowl yeah. I like the rock and bowl. It was always like very distracting. All the neon colors. Yeah. And like they always would turn the music up like way loud at rock and bowl. So like uh, it almost became like not yes. fun because you'd be like, want to talk to your friends, but you had to like scream at them. <laughs> yes. That is pretty much what it was every late night. It was just, <laughs> just that. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, anytime, even, even when I was younger, me and my friends, whenever we went bowling, we did not want to go to rock and bowl generally because it was like, uh, <laughs> it's so loud in here. And it's like bowling alley music. So it's like either like weird rap music or just like 80s hair metal. Like that's the only two bowling alley music. <laughs> Uh, the one we went to on Sunday, by the way, the 80s hair metal variety. So uh, there we go. Nice. Perfect. Um, classic bowling alley soundtrack. Nice. It's very weird. Very. Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a type. Yeah, it's a type, you know. You gotta have that. It's a whole thing. It was, it was weird because it was like I hadn't been bowling in a long time and it was like instantly recognizable as a thing that I had done before. Because I was like, oh, yep. Right. Yep. There's some nachos on that table. This is some 80s hair metal on the radio. Yep. This is yep. No, so things have been changed. Cigarettes in the corner. <laughs> yeah, did that it was just not smoky. That was the only thing that threw me for a minute. I was like, wow, it's clean in here. It's weird. <laughs> so yeah. So that was my big adventure this week. We went bowling. Dun, 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 dun. I love it. Yeah. You guys been watching Olympic action at all? Oh man! No. Oh no. man! I have been. I've watched everything. Like it's great. Been, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. We've been watching so much stuff. It's been great. It's been been awesome. Uh, we signed up for a free week of um of Hulu, which has actually been really nice because uh they have specific channels for for the different um, uh, sports in the Olympics. Oh, you have to go hunting them. I don't have to go That's hunting nice. for them, so I can just go to click on one button and watch cycling. Now, the problem is is that they, nice. after they air live, they kind of disappear, so I can't go back and rewatch them unless I record them. So I try and sit down yeah. and go ahead and record stuff, but what these are amazing is each day they release a five to like seven minute highlight clip of everything that happened with that sport that day oh we have been watching that's cool those like crazy with the kids that's the perfect amount of length for the kids to watch and understand this is what archery is like this is what yeah swimming is like this is what the equestrian people do this is what the floor routines like it's just been really nice to get boom boom, bite size boom, boom um Instead of having to sit and watch and do the, you know, waiting for the scores and it's, you know, they can make it pretty intense. And then also we don't have to watch commercials. And also I don't have, I can avoid all like the human interest stories, which while nice have no interest for kids. And that's true. I like some of those. (laughs) Right. I like those. That's my favorite part about the Olympics is like, Oh, Hey, like today, like the fact that like Ireland won its first ever gold medal in rowing. Sweet. That's cool, right? Like I like that. <laughs> yeah, like, that's good to know. But for a five-year-old, she just wants yeah, to see want people do as many dives as possible within like a seven-minute time span. Yeah, great. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, that's so, cool. We've been, and then that way we can just kind of go, "What has been happening with this one?" And so they're really excited because some of them don't have anything yet, like the rock climbing, um, the artistic oh, yeah. swimming doesn't have anything yet. Uh, so they haven't done of, them. Yeah, they haven't done it yet, which is fine. So 
they're excited to see what pops up there and what that is. And that's another a whole like, this is what this sport is. And this is what they're doing. And this is how it's scored. And this is, you know, yeah. we don't get too much into beyond that. Um, or- well, no, that's a good primer, though. I did some of that in summer school. That's kind of what I did with some of my kids. Like, have you guys ever seen Olympic archery? And they're like, yeah, no. Exactly. <laughs> Check it out. Blam. Like, exactly. No, no, really wanted to see the shooting one. Right. So then they were doing, uh, when they were shooting, and that really blew my mind because I was like, oh, people are so amazing. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. How so, are you even crazy. seeing these things go? Anyway, uh, so that's been, that's been our exposure to it. I haven't been able to sit and watch like a full, but we did watch the, um, the women's triathlon finish, uh, which was insane. Oh yeah, really cool. I think I watched that too. Uh, so those overachievers—they can't pick one; they got to do all of them. Like no, we'll do all three things. No, fortunately, but that's been really. I really cool. like watching the rowing for some reason. Like it's really fascinating to me. And we were talking about it earlier. Like I really want to try one of those little robot the little skull boat things i think it'd be so cool to like <clears throat> not like at olympic speed level just like in a lake like hey i think it'd be fun be really fun <clears throat> so figure out how to get a hold of one of those that'd be cool <laughs> and you could like tow it to the river with your that's true. Not a big Missouri sport, uh, skull racing. Um, it's like an East Coast thing, I think. But like, <laughs> when I think of that, I think of like Northeast colleges. That's what I think about. <laughs> yeah. Like the same colleges that do lacrosse. Like that's a thing. <laughs> oh, oh no, a hundred percent. Yes, all the lacrosse people are best friends with the. Uh... With the rowers, right? Yeah, it's been fun. I just like I like watching. I my favorite thing about the Olympics is watching the random sports that you don't get to see ever. Oh, right. Yeah, like fencing or like I said, rowing. Right. I like to watch those. Like those ones. Like I don't. You know, some of the other ones are cool. Like I don't really love watching gymnastics. Whatever, but. It's cool because it's like one of the, that's one of the cornerstone Olympic sports, right? Like swimming, gymnastics, track and field. Those are like the summer Olympic sports. You know what I mean? Like that most people, there's like the big popular ones. So I like to watch those, but I also like to watch the random ones. Like, yeah, like you said, like the, like I watched the cross country mountain biking. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Yeah, the rowing, like water polo, my favorite. Um, <laughs> we've, been, we've been watching those, a lot of water polo. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite ones because you don't get to see water polo any other time really right that's not like a sport yeah. it's on tv <clears throat> very often uh you know just like it's not just on like oh tune in to watch some water polo on a random thursday night no like it's a <laughs> so the olympics is like the big spot light of that one so that's been fun so i've just been like watching randomly <clears throat> But like you're talking about the the time difference makes it hard because like when you do want to watch like the cycling because I wanted to watch all the cycling stuff too uh, and it was really difficult because <laughs> it's on at like really crazy times. I stayed up and watched the men's road race. It got over at like three in the morning. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. 
That's tough. And like, that's the, that's when they're showing all the the track cycling is going to start soon. Mm-hmm. And I want to watch some of that this year because that's a sport that I don't ever get to see. So I kind of want to watch some of the track racing. <clears throat> uh, apparently, there's like a whole bunch of different kinds of. Apparently, track racing is a bizarre land where strange things happen that I don't understand how they work. <clears throat> like I watched a video about the different types of track cycling the other day, and it did not help to alleviate my confusion um, about what these things are. <laughs> so I kind of want to watch some of those, but they're all on at like two in the morning. So I'm going to have to go through and like record some of those things. Cause I don't, I definitely won't be able to parse what's happening at like three 30 in the morning when it's like a brand new thing I've never seen before. <laughs> Be what? When you wake up, what are you talking I, about? I don't what understand. I watch? <laughs> yeah, what is this? Why are they? Why are they doing that? I don't understand. But I do want to see some of that because it's kind of cool. Apparently, there's lots and lots of different types of track cycling. I was unaware of this. Uh, so, but it's all on in the middle of the night uh, because they're pain. so. Yeah, we have to work around that. And track and field started tonight, I guess. Or today, whatever. So, more exciting. Random track events. Like, (laughs) Uh, However, I have, it has drawn into sharp contrast when you watch all the Olympic sports, right? There are only two types of sports. Right? There is the score more points than the other person or team sport. Uh-huh. And there's the go faster than the other person or team sport. Score more and that is it. Yeah. That is it. That is the, those are the only two types of sport. <laughs> well, <laughs> like basically you... every sport goes into those two categories. <laughs> you distill it down like that. It doesn't sound nearly as fun. <laughs> Yeah, but like when you look at the Olympics, especially all the Olympic sports, that is it. Yeah. You have the go faster or score more points than. That's it. So it's very funny trying to break. Okay, now for those listeners out there screaming at me, yes, I am aware that there are throwing sports in track and field. So there yeah. is a very small subcategory of go further than. Okay. But that's kind of like get more points. Okay, so that's, that's what I'm talking Because <laughs> your number is bigger than the other person's number. So, yeah. boom. You win. Right. <laughs> so I'm aware of that. But I sort of categorize it that way. So, yeah. I'm really excited. I like watching it. I like watching all the random... I like some of the human stories. I especially like like the women's cycling road race debacle. It makes me chuckle mightily. <laughs> uh, I like that Primoz Rodlich decided he was feeling better and totally destroyed the men's time trial after crashing in the Tour de France. That was fun. That was cool to watch. <laughs> so... Aaron, you're going to have to find some time in your busy schedule to watch some Olympic highlights. <laughs> yeah. They they had part of it on at the little gym that I go and work out in. And it was like women's BMXing, like BMX biking. 
Oh, the like, that thing's crazy. And like, was, we were sitting there watching, and I was like, I didn't know this was an Olympic sport. This is crazy. Yeah, you know? I mean. I don't ever. That's another sport that you don't. I don't ever see that around. And so when you see it, you're like, "What is? What? <laughs> what yeah. are they doing?" <laughs> or like the I saw some surfing the other day. That's new. It's exciting. Skateboarding in the Olympics. Exciting. It's also crazy that like. The podium finishers in the women's skateboarding are all uh, like 15 or younger. <laughs> that was pretty nuts. The girls are awesome. There's a cheerleading's coming to the Olympics next year round. Yes, I believe that's competitive correct. cheer. What were some of the sports? That, didn't they take out a lot, though? They took out a lot of sports, though. Yeah, I don't... Now, that's a hard one. I don't remember what they took out. Uh, I know they added... Like, they added the rock climbing. They added the surfing. They added skateboarding. You didn't have one in there, though. Let me see. I don't know how you Google Olympic sports. Oh, removed. Oh, Olympic sports removed. Let me see. It's like baseball is gone. Is this true? Summer Olympics? I don't know. This list is confusing and I don't understand how to read it. I don't know when they would have taken it out. Because these are all still there. I need a different list. Seven canceled. Oh yeah, golf is gone. Controversially. Notice that golf does not fit into the score more points than or do something faster than. So golf officially not a sport. Boom. There you go. Hot take here, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be mad at me, all you golfing friends. We still love you. And everyone's favorite removed Olympic sport, tug of war. Yes. How exciting. Can you imagine if tug of war was still an Olympic sport? Like, can you imagine getting like hyped for tug of war? That would be crazy. Absolutely crazy. Wait, did they put wait tug of wars on there? No, tug of war is a, a sport that they removed a long time ago. Oh, okay. I was just like thinking about like, can you imagine if tug of war was still an Olympic event? Like, you imagine getting like hyped for like tug of war USA versus Brazil, like. <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, hold on. I want to see. <laughs> That'd be crazy. This year, sports no longer in the Olympics. <laughs> um, tug of war. I don't know what rogue is. Cricket, crochet, polo. Oh, croquet. Croquet. Yes. Um, oh, a normal basket. polo with with the horse. 
Yeah. Yeah, Bescave Pilot Pelota. A sport with ancient roots in which teams of two players used a curved basket playing a ball against a wall in a racket ball like game. Isn't that called highlight? That's not what it's called in this. Oh. Well, basket de pelota is basketball, so I was very confused by that. <laughs> but yeah, that, yeah, yeah, it's that big hurt. Yeah, I think it's also called highlight, and it's like a really, it's like racquetball, but it's longer, uh, and they like fling it. You remember when we were kids, and uh, those little like MPE, those little like curved plastic things that you throw the wiffle ball with? Yeah, imagine that, but bigger. Oh. And you could like zing it really hard in a like racquetball court. So that would be <clears throat> similar. Okay. Yes. I just think I, I just I just want to see international exhibition tug of war now. I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh, are you talking- <clears throat> Colin, while you're gone dealing with dogs, we decided, well, I decided officially, I declared golf not a sport. So there you go. That's what you missed. While you wow. Were your grandmother, um, word, words with you. <laughs> it doesn't fit into the categories of score more points than or go faster than. So not a sport. Um, <clears throat> I mean, if it's score more points by having fewer points. No, it doesn't count. Huh? <clears throat> No. <clears throat> We're talking about uh, axed Olympic sports that are no longer there. Oh, did you see uh, motorboating from 1906? It only did it. They only did it. Motorboating. Yeah. Uh-huh. Motorboating. motorboating. No. 1906. <laughs> they were like, oh, these mother things are amazing. What's, oh, this okay. is great. Yep, never mind. <laughs> I just like, we were also talking about that. Uh, I like that tug of war is on the list. Like, no more tug of war. Dang it. So sad. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite things about the Olympics that I was thinking about the other day, because I was watching swimming, uh, is of course Rowdy Gaines on commentary. Because he gets like so amped about swimming things. Like he will just all of a sudden be screaming. Like, ah! <laughs> it's so funny. What? Yeah. It's fun to listen to him just like go ham. Like screaming about swimming. It's very exciting. <laughs> that is part of it too. Of uh, I always, I could never imagine what it takes to prepare for one of those events. Because I mentioned the whole like um, personal interest or human interest stories. Um, the random facts that they have on hand for each person and as part of the team. Uh, you know, I'm sure they have to prepare more for some of the more high-profile ones, but randomly they'll be like, "Number 17, Zeke. He grew up playing this with his niece, with his, you know, with his cousins in Saskatchewan." And uh, yeah, yeah like, wait, what? how did you know? What? Why do you have that on hand? And they're like, "Oh, you know, it's just I don't know, like, random facts that they'll just drop." That I'm like, I know you got to be. Well, that's also partly because but. they one of the commentators, they always have like the network random commentator. Right. And then like the other person is like the expert. That's like, yes, whatever season that sport has or whatever events that sport has, he's the guy that commentates on that. So like, they know everything all the time. And you're like, 
yeah. <laughs> which is which is good. I'm, which is also weird because like, well, yeah, I don't hear about these sports ever. Right. And then like, but they're out there existing somewhere because these people know about it, and it's just not given to me in a manner that I can digest normally. <clears throat> so like. I don't know anything about these people, but uh, this small group does because they're like in the, you know, they know everything about it all the time. So it's weird. It's like hidden from me for a lot of the year. Like water polo is hidden from me. I can't watch. (laughs) Well, or when they start breaking out some of the, um, speaking of water polo, some of the uh, strategies behind it of like, Oh, you can really see in how the, the USA, you know, women's team is um, powering da- back down the, the the pool there to the other side. That they're really trying to conserve their energy uh, in their strokes because they've got some big games coming up. Because uh, you know they don't want to basically they were saying like, oh, we don't want to dominate too much in these first initial ones because we need to conserve. It's a long haul tournament, right? <laughs> exactly. But you're watching. You're like they they are. They are. are. Or when you watch something like handball, right? Yeah. You're like. The, yeah, they're like giving you all these like handball strategy, which is one of the things I like about it is yeah. those sports you don't get to see because you're listening to the commentator tell you all about handball strategy and you're like, uh, okay, uh, sure, uh, uh, okay, yeah, okay, okay, I, I'm following you. Like, I think I just, like that. <laughs> I like that aspect too. <laughs> like, yes. trying to piece together how this sport works from like the play by play commentary person <laughs> telling me what's happening. Like, Oh, oh, they, oh, they can't do that. Okay, uh, let me see. <laughs> so it's been fun. I really like it, and I've just been having fun hanging out, watching yeah. the same Olympics. Right? No, I, 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 the kids have thoroughly been enjoying it, uh, and it's been fun to watch them. Noah will get really into them, really into them. Where he'll sit there and he'll stare really intently and he'll take his little hands and he'll be like kind of like clutched in these little fists as he's watching really <laughs> intently. And I'll come over and be like, But are you are you nervous? Are you anxious about what's going on? And he'll be like, No, no. And then I'll just put my hand on his on his lap and then he'll hold my hand. <laughs> and I'm like Super I don't, I don't know. Like Super what, invested in that beach volleyball game, right? Like I'm just <laughs> Like one hundred percent. <laughs> it's just really cute to watch and then the difference between them well we were watching the um uh the platform dives of because lillian and noah have been going off the diving board at the pool recently yes and yes. uh include and uh you know watching them flip and stuff and we'll go do you guys what do you guys think you could do that would that look like something you could do <laughs> Noah immediately is like vigorously shaking his head from side to side, like, no, no, there's no way I can do that. And Lillian's looking at you like <laughs> Lillian's like, heck like, yeah, let's obviously, go. Obviously. What do you jeez? Oh, <laughs> like, do, do everything. Everything that we've watched. She's like, Yeah, obviously I could do that. Why why are you still asking? Yeah, me? watch out for that front tuck pike position next time you go to the pool, right? She's just oh, busted out. <laughs> no, that's what I'm waiting for. She'd be like, Oh no, seriously like, well, I think I showed you. Like she like we watched one uh, floor exercise uh, for gymnastics, and she like cleared her room, made a little yeah. seating for us to do, and was like practicing her routine, and then was showing us of like how she did it and what the next move was and what you were supposed to do, and then like, yeah, no, it was like, <laughs> yeah. oh 
no. It's great. So we'll, we'll probably be signing up for gymnastics too. There you go. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Per, it'll help her diving. It'll be good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Help on that corkscrew, right? That little all about <clears throat> confidence. It's true. That's I like synchronized diving too. That's the other one that's fun to watch, just because you're like, whoa! Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> it's we a very impressive thing to stare at. Like, how do you do that? Exactly. We watched <laughs> the uh, women's uh, synchronized diving, and the the two Chinese ladies that did it. They were like 14 and 15. It was like. Come like from right out of the gate, just utterly and completely dominated the entire. It was yeah, it was insane to watch them. Where like they would do the camera angle from the side, and you could barely tell there were two people twisting through the air. That's nuts. What? Like yeah, and I of course then that's the other crazy thing about you. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna change it. So go ahead. Oh (laughs) well. So they're doing the platform diving. And before we start, I'm like, oh my gosh, have you seen the video of the guy who does the backflip off of this and slams his head into the platform? And Megan, yeah, Greg Luganis, right? And like, yeah. No. And I was like, oh, well, then don't think about that. Watch these people do the dives. <laughs> and then every time they jump, Megan was like, flinch. And she was like, why did you have to tell me that? <laughs> yeah. They always talk about that. It's weird. They like always bring it up or show it. Sometimes they show it. They're like, oh, hey, this is the anniversary of Greg Luganis bashing his head on the dartboard. Like, wow, guys. Thanks. That's what I'd be like, thanks a lot. Thanks for bringing that up again. Thought we were over that. Thought we were. (laughs) Excuse me. Hope you have some time to watch the Olympics this week, Aaron. Hope you'll get some yeah, good yeah, Olympic we'll, action. We'll see how much time I got. See if I got a, a TV <laughs> in my classroom. Maybe I can set it up and watch something. Bust up some nice. of those highlights online. That'd be it. Mm-hmm. You can get the highlight clips like Noah and Lily. Did he leave again? Oh, I'm Colin back. Did. Colin? I okay. Oh, yeah, I was going to say we'd probably be done. So. Sorry. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I've got I have dogs who are anxious. Uh, All right. Well, yes. we'll let you go tend to them. And uh, yep. Thank you. And uh, we will start our Olympic reporting for, next, for uh, the next Summer Olympic coming up. Now we'll have Winter Olympics next year. Well, yeah. Because we got delayed. Oh, yeah. So, boom. There you go. It's really weird. Yeah, it'll be back to back. Bam, bam. It'll be real well, quick. Let's uh, no. plan more late Olympic highlights next week, and then uh, <laughs> whatever else happens. <laughs> so not- there you go. Next week, top five favorite Olympic events to watch. Go. Boom. Okay. Got it. <laughs> I like it. And you can't just throw curling out there to be that guy, okay? I was going to say Summer Olympic events. Stick with the theme. There you go. <laughs> put that off for one more year. That's true, because curling is obviously on my list. Boom. Go USA Curling. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Top, next week, top five favorite Olympic events. Summer Olympic events. Uh, there you go. Top five. So I'll have this some time to actually watch some more. <laughs> 
This is all. This is all in preparation for our our sweet sweet uh, uh, network deals. We've come hot off of our Shark Week episode. Obviously, we are going straight right. into uh, straight into Olympic coverage for the Olympics coverage. It's true. I like it. Total total network domination. Okay. Boom. <laughs> okay. I like it. Love you guys. <laughs> Love you too. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Bye.